A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Today we've got a crazy story of an entitled parent being upset because their kid uses their first name in public. We'll get into that in a bit, but first... I stood up to my entitled mom because she tried going for my PC and she tried to end me. I finally called the police and took her away from me. Okay then, it's been 11 months since my niece post and I now have a massive update. As my stolen allowance post didn't get a lot of attention, I'll post those updates here. Dad's moved and has most custody over me. Mom's still a witch. Grandma isn't as entitled anymore. And I'm now 16 and about to finish year 11. I continued living with my mom even after all the previous events. I told dad to put my allowance on my card rather than in cash, and I started going to the gym so I wouldn't stay a scrawny teen anymore, and I feel so much better after it. I also work at CEX, not specifying which one because it's right next to my house, and I finally made enough money to upgrade some of my PC parts. After upgrading my PC, I put it to the test, and I must have yelled in excitement way too much because the beast arose from its slumber. Lord forgive me for what happens in this. Entitled mother said, what did I tell you about playing games after 4pm? I replied that I couldn't, but because of you, I'm a rebellious piece of crap. Plus, I finally upgraded this thing after a year and two months. She said, why are you talking back to me? I said, because that's how a conversation works, but continue. She said, give me a moment. As part of my trauma from my previous stories, I immediately went to defend everything in my room, including my stuffed panda for some reason. Yeah, I'm 16 and have a panda plush, so what? And then I saw the culprit with her weapon of choice. A darn mallet. She went for a swing and I blocked most of it with my hand, but sustained a massive bruise on my hand. She then pulls out another gosh darn mallet and swings again. This time I block with my left leg. Now I know what you may be thinking. Oh wow, this kid is really trying to get karma from writing this BS. And to those of you, I say, why in the freak would I make this up? That would make me worse than the most entitled people that have been told on this subreddit. Yeah, it's being written as if a shonen protagonist is facing their biggest enemy, but to my autistic self, that's as darn as well as what it may have been because that's what it felt. But anyways, continuing on, my leg doesn't get hurt as much, but still gets a small bruise, and then I heard a bonk. There was a dent in my freaking PC. And now, some things may happen to me, but I just started yelling as loud as I could at the moment. I said, why the freak would you hit my PC? Are you mentally arslur? Are you brain dead and entitled enough to the point where making your son suffer is enough to get you off? Do you want me to call CPS on your butt? Or do you want me to take a different approach? Death, but it's just me pinning her to the floor. She replied, why are you yelling at me, you little crap? Remember what I told you about me bringing you into this world? Slaps me and then says, well, I'm going to follow up on that promise, just like I said. She tried strangling me, and as I start losing air, my neighbors start knocking on our door. I slowly shuffle us on the way over to the door, but we're both filled with rage, and I'm trying to get this four-foot goblin away from my throat. The following memories and conversations are extremely hazy, as I cannot remember moments when I'm filled with rage to my ears. Me, loud enough so that my neighbors can hear, use the key under the mat. The door opens and my neighbors can see me being attacked. She helps me get the waste of existence off of my neck 
and my mom runs off. The neighbor says, Jesus, are you all right? I say, yeah, I'm all right. Thanks for the help. They said, it's all right. Let me call the police. I say, no, don't. To clarify for you guys, I hate calling the police on people because it either gives me guilt or stresses me out. Plus, I like my home for the most part and I don't want to get stripped from here. Plus, the police terrify me for no reason and I like resolving my issues on my own. Well, I messed up here by not letting her call the police because instantly after I say no, I see my mom running at me with a knife. This was the scariest moment of my life. But normally, while I would normally take the flight option in this circumstance, I chose fight. I held her knife drawn hand away from me and my neighbor for safety, and I told her to call the police. I started hitting my mom while crying everywhere. I ended up keeping her pinned while hitting her to make her weaker. The police showed up and tased her. They put her into the car, and the following conversation happened. The police officer said, son, are you alright? We're taking her away from you, and from previous records, it seems as if your dad has custody of you. We're glad to let you live alone as you have a job, but seriously though, are you alright and do you need help? I said no, I'm fine for the most part, but I'm still really shaken up by everything. Thanks for everything. The police officer said no problem, remember to call me if you need help, and gives me his phone number. Ma'am, thank you a lot for calling me, if you hadn't, who knows what would have happened. The neighbor said, no problem. I heard yelling and came rushing in. They both left, and I had a sense of overwhelming freedom and joy. I immediately called dad, and he was so proud of me for finally standing up to her and getting her taken away. And that, definitely for now, is going to be it for my Entitled Mother saga. I took some of your guys' suggestions from the comments before, and it helped me so much. I couldn't have done it without you guys. I know OP addressed whether or not this is real or fake in the story, but yeah, if this is real, this is a lot that went down, and it's surprising that a story like this, so soon afterwards, would just be shared on Reddit. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you can't get enough of hearing about these crazy entitled parent stories, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, my student's dad is basically an inanimate object. I've been listening to a lot of posts from the subreddit, and I suddenly remembered one that felt worth telling. I, male 29, work at a school for kids with learning disabilities, mental and emotional issues, and various other issues that prevent them from succeeding in traditional education. The family that this story focused on had one child who we'll call Jimmy, 16-year-old male, enrolled at our school about four years ago. I had Jimmy in class for middle school science, and he had a variety of issues some of which were documented like dysgraphia and ADHD. Now, as someone who has ADHD and specializes working with kids to overcome these obstacles, our classes are one-on-one so we have a deeper connection, I began to pick up on when Jimmy was actually struggling and when he was just relying on his diagnosis to get himself off the hook. Anytime that Jimmy had an issue at school, His favorite solution was to call his mother, who would phone the school to yell at our administrators for how we had upset her son. This was an obvious red flag for me, but I trusted my school administrators to protect me from this insane mom. This particular story happened during a lunch period on a Tuesday, the day that I run Dungeons & Dragons Club. Jimmy was always an avid member of the D&D club, despite never fully understanding the spirit of the club. He has what is sometimes known as main character syndrome. He just wants to be the best with no effort, 
do nothing to earn strength but show off anyway. This kid wants the cheat codes for life. Jimmy is always frustrating to play with, wanting to be stronger than everyone else and needing the story to focus on him to even remotely keep his attention. But on this day, I hit my limit. Jimmy's father was on campus this day for some reason. Our school atmosphere is far different than a normal high school, so I just sort of accepted his presence when Jimmy brought him to D&D club. I felt a bit awkward doing voices in front of my students' parents, but I kicked off the D&D session. Speaking as various Egyptian gods, I'm a huge nerd and I like basing things on mythology. What really finally broke my endlessly patient nature was a minor spill. At this point in time, I allowed students to eat while we played as our club took place during their lunch period, but this policy was quickly amended after this event. Jimmy's father sat in the corner of my office and classroom. For me, it's the same thing, all my classes are one-on-one, as my group of adventurers gathered for the next exciting session of their adventure. I won't go into all the maddening antics Jimmy got into in this club, but during this particular session, before anything truly epic could take place, Jimmy spilled juice all over the table we were playing on. I paused to let Jimmy grab some paper towels to clean up the mess, but instead he seemed confused that the game had been paused. I asked him, are you going to clean up this mess first? To which he responded, you clean it up. I kid you not, his dad was in the freaking room and said nothing. I realized I had to be a dad all of a sudden and said, Jimmy, you are going to get some paper towels and clean this up or D&D is done for good. He immediately got up and started cleaning and also apologized to me. As much as this child drove me crazy, it was a reminder to me that the nightmare kids come from nightmare parents. Jimmy was the most entitled kid I think I ever encountered, and he left our school due to his mother's issues. But I could only feel bad for him knowing he would continue to be raised by a mom who would excuse his every flaw and do everything for him, and a father who was basically an unused shovel leaning against the wall. There's something so crazy to me about watching your kid rudely telling their teacher to clean up after them and not reacting. I had to rant. Poor kid. I just can't imagine how devastating this is for you in a position where you clearly care about the kids to know that no matter what you do or how much of an effort you put forward, you will never be able to save this kid from the terrible upbringing and parenting that they're probably going to experience for at least another decade. This next story is, mother-in-law says she deserves to know when we start trying for a baby. Oh boy, you already know, I'm 23-year-old female, husband is 27-year-old male. She said, I deserve to know when you're going to start to try having kids. I don't need all the gory details, but I do think I deserve to know the truth and have a heads up. When I was explaining, way too nicely, how that was TMI and that we would want to wait to announce in case I had a loss or something, she then went on a rant about how I'm disgusting. All she wanted when she had a loss was to go cry to her mom and tell her everything. So for me to want to keep her grandbaby a secret, despite all the support she would give me because she just wants to help, is absolutely disgusting. All of this occurred on a phone call when my husband and I were announcing that we had just bought our first home. And instead of a normal congratulations, we got roasted with insults. We're disrespectful, how selfish of us not to include them in our home buying process. We need to humble ourselves and ask them for help because they've bought a house before and we haven't. 
They're so hurt and we're moving a few hours away so we're taking the kind of grandparents they want to be. On and on. And on about how our actions affect their lives. And we need to share what's going on in our lives and not be so secretive. Oh yeah, and we are the entitled ones apparently, for living our own lives and not wanting their opinions. Not sure how that works. It's definitely for the best that you're moving at least a few hours away from these people who very clearly want to live your life for you. Our next story is, Entitled Parent takes no responsibility for toddler breaking something in a store, then is upset they were made to pay for the item. How about you keep your child contained when going through a store with breakables? Here's the review the Entitled Parent left for the store after the incident. We have shopped here for years and loved this place, but today was my last visit. We stopped in for a few plants and fertilizer, only to be walking to the checkout on our way out of the store. My son, who's three, walked around a corner and a poorly displayed decorative mushroom fell over. An employee came over to clean up and never once checked on my son to see if he was okay, then proceeded to scold us and follow us to the checkout up to make sure we paid $20 for something that was a poor choice of a display for a crowded part of a store. They never once asked if he was okay or did he get cut. They were just concerned with the fact that we must pay for their poor choices of displayed items. I've loved this place, spent thousands here, but I am done, and see that the service here keeps going downhill. Yeah, this is definitely one of those customers you just say, good riddance to. Sorry we couldn't live up to our previous standards, bye. Our next story is, Entitled Mom Believes She Can Dictate My Choices, Selling Adult Content Online. I'm a 20-year-old woman who embraces her body positivity and loves expressing herself through art. Recently, I decided to explore my creative side by selling adult content online. I'm in complete control of my choices, and I take pride in what I do. That's where the entitled mom enters the picture. One sunny afternoon, I was minding my own business, browsing through my messages and notifications on my platform. Suddenly, I received a direct message from a user I didn't recognize. It was none other than Entitled Mother. Here's how our conversation went down. Hey, I stumbled across your profile and I'm shocked. How can you stoop so low as to sell unclothed photos online? Do you have no shame? I was taken aback by her audacity to judge me and my choices. Nevertheless, I decided to respond calmly. Hi, Entitled Mother. I appreciate your concern, but I believe everyone should have the freedom to express themselves in the way they see fit. Selling that content is my personal choice and I don't see anything wrong with it. She replied, You're just a young girl who doesn't understand the consequences. What about your family? Have you thought about how they would feel if they found out? Now, she was hitting below the belt. But I remained composed and explained myself further. I understand your concerns, Entitled Mother, but I am an adult capable of making my own decisions. I am open and honest with my loved ones about my choices and they support me. It's important to respect individual autonomy and not impose personal beliefs on others. Entitled Mother wasn't ready to back down just yet. She decided to take a more confrontational approach. You're polluting the minds of young boys. This is harmful and immoral. You need to stop immediately. At this point, I realized Entitled Mother was simply unwilling to listen to reason, but I wanted to leave her with a final thought. Entitled Mother, I understand that you have different values and opinions, but it's not your place to dictate how I choose to express myself. I'm empowering myself through my art and embracing my body. If you don't approve, 
That's your prerogative, but please remember that everyone has the right to make their own choices without judgment. And that's where our conversation ended. It's unfortunate that some people believe they have the right to impose their beliefs on others. As for me, I'll continue to thrive as an independent and empowered individual, doing what feels right for me. Remember, fellow Redditors, it's crucial to respect personal boundaries and allow individuals to live their lives. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. ...according to their own values. Let's celebrate diversity and embrace different forms of self-expression. Thanks for listening to my tale, and stay strong in the face of entitled parents. I mean, I'm assuming that whatever platform this takes place on, it must not be, like, too out of place for OP to do what they do. So it's like, why is somebody shocked and messaging OP being like, why are you doing this? Our next story is, Entitled Mom Thinks What's Mine Is Now Hers and I'm a Complete Stranger. I sat down on the train, a little girl sits next to me and her Karen mum sits across. About 10 minutes after the train moves, I start playing on my Nintendo Switch. The little girl sees it and asks if she can play. I said yes, but ask mum. Mum says yes, so I let her play. I also ask what stop they're getting off at as I'm getting off a few stops before the end of the line. After about an hour, I'm coming very close to the station. I said, sorry, sweetie, I'm getting off here. And the little girl hands the switch back to me with a big smile and an even bigger thank you. It's been nice and quiet for an hour, and it was fantastic seeing the happiness on the little girl's face while she was playing. Then it all went downhill. Enter the Karen. Karen then says, my daughter is having so much fun with the switch. Can't she keep playing? I said, no, sorry, I'm getting off in the next stop. Karen goes nuclear and shouts out, my daughter was having more fun with it than you. 
What's a grown man doing playing with a children's toy? Just give it to her. I said I've given it to her for the past hour to play with while you've been playing with your phone. Karen screams, if you gave it to her then it's hers and not yours. What the freak? I asked her if she heard the concept of borrowing something and saw my stop coming. Without further ado, I picked up my bag with the switch packed nicely away. I then said to the little girl, you seem like a very nice well behaved little girl. Please don't turn out like your mother. Walked off the train after getting the last word in breathed the sweet air of freedom, then met mates in the pub where I told the story. Didn't know the whole pub was listening until everyone roared with laughter and the barman gave us a free pint of Guinness. Lovely. This is in England, and until today I thought those Karen beasts existed only in America. You just know that final parting comment from OP must have stung that entitled mother. She was probably livid having their child being told, please don't turn out like her. This next story is, Entitled Kid Breaks a 500 British Pound Gujong, Entitled Mother Threatens to Deport Employee If They Charge Her. Not my story, but I was a witness. This happened about 5 years ago and I'd completely forgotten about it until I went back to the scene a week or so ago. I live in a city in the UK that's in no shortage of entitled people. I have my own stories, including one or two I've posted before, but this one was on another level. Close to the high street in the malls is a shop that specifically sells acoustic musical instruments. Mostly guitars, drums, and a lot of folk instruments like lutes and mandolins. They also sell really niche, hard-to-find instruments, including second-hand ones. And depending on what they have in stock, these instruments can be really niche. About five years ago during the summer, I had some time to kill in town before I met a friend down the road. So I went into this shop just to browse. I have zero musical ability, but I'd always wanted to check this place out. In the back of the shop, I saw an instrument that I now know to be a Chinese guzhong, a flat-laying string instrument with about 20-plus strings. This one in particular was over 5 feet long, and even though it had some metal parts and some pearly-looking decorative insets, bulk of the body was a polished dark wood. It was beautiful to look at. And even though the shop has a policy where people can play any of the instruments as long as they're careful, I couldn't bring myself to touch it, especially when I saw it was priced at over 500 pounds, even marked secondhand. Of course, there were other fascinating instruments and other things in the shop, but the Guzhong was the star of this particular story. After about 10 minutes browsing the shop, listening to people picking up instruments and jamming with the super chill owner, I get ready to leave, but before I do, in comes Entitled Mother and her little hexpawn Entitled Kid, who looks to be about 6 years old. Entitled Kid immediately starts running around the shop poking at various display instruments, while Entitled Mother just hangs out by the door on her phone. Obviously Entitled Kid was the one that wanted to be there, and Entitled Mother couldn't give two craps. Chill owner immediately stiffens and watches the kid as he runs around this really densely packed shop, trying to grab anything he can reach, giggling and shrieking with unchecked energy. Entitled Mother still stays within a few meters of the door on her phone. Now, remember when I said the Gujong is a flat-laying instrument? It's usually played on a table or a mount, and this one was rested on two sets of legs that held it pretty low to the floor, at six-year-old height. Entitled Kid sees it and barges over, starting to pick at the strings wildly. It's awful to listen to. 
and even though he's been patient so far, this is where Chill Owner steps in. Miss, your son is... The entitled mother says, he's just playing, leave him alone, he'll get bored in a minute. The chill owner says, but that instrument is really expensive. We have some children's guitars over here that he might like to. The kid says, mommy, I want the big guitar. The mother says, no entitled kid, you don't even know how to play it. Now come on or we'll be late. But mommy, I want it. This is where it all goes south. Entitled Kid grabs the Gujong and tries to take it off the legs. But this thing is taller than some full-grown adults, and it is a chonky beast. I guess this kid had had enough freaky six-year-old strength to lift it off one of the two legs before he let go of it completely. The Gujong crashes onto the floor, and the sound it makes is awful. It's completely split down the middle of its length, and at least one of its strings is split. It was probably quite old, so it might have been more fragile than it should have been, but even so, it's trashed, completely ruined. Entitled Kid just starts freaking out. He's screaming, crying, and he runs straight back to Entitled Mother. The chill owner says, Oh God, are you okay? Entitled Mother, is he okay? The Entitled Mother says, Of course he's not okay. That piece of rubbish could have crushed his feet. His feet were fine. He literally just sprinted across the shop back to Entitled Mother clearly in no pain at all. The kid says, I want to go home, mommy, take me home. She says, come on, entitled kid. If he's hurt himself in any way, I'll sue you for everything you've got. The chill owner says, hang on, that Gujong is completely wrecked. She says, so what? It's just a weird guitar. If it was worth that much, you should have had it insured. The chill owner says, it's not a guitar, it's a Chinese Gujong, and it was secondhand. It was still worth over 500 pounds. She said 500 pounds for a chunk of wood? You're joking. It sounded awful. If you think I'm paying for some used overpriced Chinese rubbish, you've got another thing coming. It's at this point that I notice one of Chill Owner's employees, CE, has come down from upstairs to see what's going on. Fun fact, the city I live in houses students from five different universities including two within a mile of each other, and these universities take in a lot of international students that are allowed to take part-time work in the city. CE is clearly student age just by looking at him. He also happened to be East Asian, and just going by the statistics of the city here, most likely Chinese. Entitled Mother also seems to notice CE standing there. She immediately pulls out her phone and points at CE with her other hand. She's going red in the face, moving herself closer to the door and pushing Entitled Kid outside while she confronts the cool owner and CE. She said, was that thing yours, huh? You bring it with you from China? Freak you and freak you if you think I owe you anything. My son's feet are probably broken, and if I hear anything about this or see either of you again, I'll sue you, chill owner, for negligence and have you, CE, shipped right back where you came from. I've got you both on camera. I know who you are. With that, she charges out the door, grabs Entitled Kid by the wrist, and bolts down the street. Chill owner and CE just looked absolutely shattered. The other people in the shop, including me, offer to help clean up, ask if they're okay. After a few minutes, I had to leave them as I was already late to meet my friend. In the end, I never followed up on the situation, but five years later, Chill owner is still running the shop so clearly nothing happened to them. I took my now partner in there a couple of weeks ago, and they had not one but two absolutely beautiful Gujongs for sale. 
This is such a tough situation for that shop owner to be in because obviously there's a lot of expensive and rare things in that shop that you don't want wild kids running around and messing with. But at the same time, it sounds like they're trying to appeal to a family demographic with having stuff like children's guitars. Our next story is, Mother's upset I use my first name in class. Obligatory, this happened about two years ago. I teach philosophy and epistemology to high schoolers. I'm also fairly young for a high school teacher. I introduce myself as Faye, my given first name, which has been my given name since birth, to my students. Well, I got an email from a parent reading, This is Karen and I'm Kevin's mother. I'm deeply disturbed that you allow students to call you by your first name and believe this is unprofessional and confuses children. My child's test scores clearly reflect this, as your class is the only one he's struggling in, and as he's maintained an outstanding academic performance, it's clear that you are the problem. I highly suggest that, in order to better teach my child, you reflect on this and begin to use your professional name. So I responded, Karen, thank you for reaching out to me. I'm awfully glad that you're so concerned with your child's performance in my class. As you might not be aware, I do not grade homework or tests as official standing, and they go only to show an empiricist view of one's performance. Don't worry, this means the grade you see in my system will be different from the final grade, as your child will have a 100% of my class. This was made clear in my syllabus. You should also note that I attach my comments for every assignment and include an annotated copy of your child's exams and essays so that he may see where they need to improve. If you have specifics about concepts your child is struggling with and ways that might better help him learn these concepts, I'd be more than happy to meet with you over coffee or tea to discuss with you. So she responds, The annotations are incredibly vague and abstract and offer little insight into how my child, who is brilliant, may improve. However, I see you mark him wrong every time he refers to you as MLLE Betancourt and replace it with Faye. It is illogical to ask of a child to indulge in using such a silly name. I highly advise you quit marking my child wrong for using your professional name in his essays. Likewise, I believe that you are his teacher, you should use your professional name. So I decide to be petty and respond, thank you for your response. I appreciate how illogical and unsound your argumentation is, as this is a perfect example of Hume's law. I shall be using this to model in-class examples of bad argumentation from now on. Thank you for the free class materials. I got a response back from her, but didn't respond. I guess this kind of creates a greater question of, do teachers have to stay professional? Or is it acceptable for teachers who want to be on a first name basis with their students to push for that instead of Miss, Mrs. or Mr. So-and-so? Our next story is, neighbor's child joins gathering and he's, um, not invited. Backstory, there's a child in my apartment complex who's allowed to run wild, is extremely disrespectful to adults, recently ruined my mommy and me event, taking my autistic son to get ice cream, because he wanted the $10 ice cream and decided to pout until his mother offered to pay for what he wanted. He rides his bike aggressively towards my children who are two and a half and ten, literally having to brake so he doesn't hit my child, and worse, my kid always falls off their bikes due to this behavior. The mom doesn't reprimand said child and believes no one should say anything to said child. Whenever my adult friend and I are outside hanging out, here comes said kid. 
I've spoken to the parent about him not being in adults' faces, etc., and he continues. I literally have to shut my window to have a conversation with my children because he sits outside listening by my window. Instead of being upstairs on the deck, his mommy pays for. Today, it's Memorial Day. My family and I are grilling and hanging out, and here he comes to participate in my gathering, asking for food, involving himself with guests, etc., etc. Am I the jerk for telling him to go upstairs with his own family? Well, no, they're not invited. I mean, it would be cute, maybe, if this kid wasn't such a jerk to people. Somebody in their life has to teach them early on that they're not always going to get what they want and get them used to hearing no. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.